Oh. Oh shit. Where dads? So Lexi, how were your post-pregnancy shits? <laughs> we're jumping right in. <laughs> we were talking about stool softener on our registry, and I think we just wanted to kind of get right into the nitty-gritty on this one. Yeah, I mean, Lexi got a lot of stool softener, uh-huh. and you'd be surprised, like, how convenient it is actually to have stool softeners around the house. I mean, just... <laughs> For what what other benefit do they serve? I mean... What is ever... the purpose besides... Softening stool. I'm just saying, you know... <laughs> like, some, do you use it? So, I mean, look, for example, um, you know, just, you know, this past, uh, you know, weekend, we went to the luxurious Texas de Brazil. Uh-huh. This is a Brazilian steakhouse, and they serve you a very large quantity and variety of delicious meats. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I get a little crazy. I eat m- probably two to three and a half pounds of meat. And I'll tell you what, um, you know, no fiber whatsoever. Uh-huh. It creates, <laughs> it creates a very dense and dry, you know, mass inside of your intestines. And stool softener is what you is what you need to consume to get that thing out of there. Okay, so excuse my ignorance, but what is what exactly is stool softener? Is it a, a like a vitamin? Is it like a pill? I mean, dude, it literally is it liquid. It's like what, a what, pill, what but else? I don't know what it's made out of. What else do we, do you do? You need more description, like? It's, well, I didn't know if you were drinking something. I didn't. I I, I had literally no idea. Well, it, they make like two different. So there's like. Well, I mean, I guess it's, like, more of, like, a laxative. But, like, stool softeners are, like, pills. Okay. Like, little gel capsules. And how things. quick do they kick in? I don't... Pretty I don't quick. Know. Pretty quick, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but then there's, like... It seems like Bear has used them more. He, I mean, he really does seem like he's <laughs> used them more. I only used them leading up to, preg- like, when I was having the baby during my pregnancy. So Why you had it before be- Court was born and a little bit after? Um, I just took... Well, yeah, because the... Um, the OBs prescribe it afterwards too. Oh, it's prescribed. But like two weeks, two weeks before, I just had like over the counter stool softeners and took it because when you have a baby, it hurts so bad because whether you have a vaginal birth or okay. a C-section, yeah, I was about to ask. It just hurts. Okay. And then also like all the medications they give you, it can help. It can like make you constipated and stuff. Okay. And. You don't have to poop before you leave the hospital, but you do have to pass gas. They will not let you leave the hospital if you've not passed oh, gas. Oh, Sierra, I have... can't wait for this. <laughs> do <laughs> oh, they have I'm to like, be in the waiting. room and no. listen to <laughs> no, I'm no, surprised no. my mom's will, not will, still in the hospital because she will not <laughs> fart in front of my dad. I'm hey, surprised. I can't wait to bring this up. To her, but <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. You fucking farted in front of him. I knew it. <laughs> I can't wait to ask her that. <laughs> I'm telling you, like this, she has, she swear. How long have they been married? I, I don't know. 1993. They just, they've been married since, right? They both they, have never farted. They have never in front farted. Of each other. And we said, you guys are lying. Both They're of like, them? yes, both. Of them. both oh, not even Chris. That's and a load like, of horse shit. <laughs> I don't believe it either, bro. But that's what they say, and they're like they not live joking. By it. Yeah, we, li- we like they're, they're they're like just mortified when we tell them that we like <laughs> fart. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Like, like I'll just rip healthy. one in the middle of the living room, and they're like, "Sierra's here." Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just, it's like, dude, That's I think the most intimate lie that they will not. I'm gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I'm gonna be honest, dude. I think I've farted in front of your mom. Yeah, you definitely have farted in front of <laughs> my mom. I think I farted in front of your mom. Would you? Would you fart in front of Rebecca? 
Yes. <laughs> have you? Probably have. Yes, I've definitely <laughs> farted in front of Leslie. I don't know if I would fart in front of Leslie, Sierra's mom. I don't know if I would. Oh, I fart in front of Leslie all, <laughs> all the day. What's that supposed to mean? She's an avid listener in this podcast, so she's going to be very uncomfortable in her car right now listening to this. Me and Leslie, me and Leslie just we go way back, so I feel like I can fart. You're in that her. level? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I can fart in front of, of Leslie. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, what is Court doing? Look how cute he is. He's like hiding. So why should it be on your registry? What do you think is the importance of it? Because a lot of people are like, kind of like, whoa. I mean, I think just putting it on your registry, like registry isn't just for the baby. It's for mom too. So you can put the things that you need, like your postpartum Mm -hmm. care and things like that. Um, So like I said, I took stool softeners for like two weeks leading up to pregnancy, or not to pregnancy, to birth, because I knew that everyone says like that first poop is like the most painful experience ever. Some people say it's worse than actually birth. Holy shit. Um, That's terrifying. And sometimes you'll go like a really long time without pooping. Like it'll take you like a week to have your first poop after birth. Um, But so, but then when you get into the hospital, they're giving you stool softeners and then they prescribe you like max strength stool softeners Mm. also because it's just so hard. Um, I can only speak to a C-section because I didn't have a vaginal birth, but um, it was like, like I had to hold on to a pillow because like it hurt so bad down there, like to do, to do anything. To and you were trying to prep your body a week before you mm-hmm. said? Yeah. Wow. Is that, so is that like the recommended a week or should you go earlier? I think I did like a week and a half, two weeks. Like I brought her that pillow guys. <laughs> I brought her that pillow. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was like one of the most painful experiences of my life. Even with stool softener? Yeah. So I'm sorry. I might have missed it. Maximum power. Was the (laughs) pre-birth of Cortland, like, was that advice from your doctor? Or did you say that was like from Kayla? Did she tell you this is a must? Kayla told me that it's a must. The doctor said like... You can. They didn't say like you have to. So they but did they tell said, you before. Like, you though. can. Okay. Um, and then Kayla's like, no, you need to. Okay. Um, and then I. When I was at the hospital, um, Ashley's mom was my nurse uh-huh. all three mm-hmm. nights that we were there. Um, but like I was in so much pain by the second day because like I was getting gas pains and I like was I just my whole stomach hurt and it's so when you have a C section, it's like on the one hand it hurts but like you know to brace yourself for certain things like when you cough when you sneeze mm-hmm. when you right. laugh like mm-hmm. things like that but like when you know you have to make yourself hurt like that yeah. it's oh so hard so i would literally like i think it was the second night um i was in so much pain i was like he was asleep and i was just walking laps in the maternity oh ward gosh. because they're oh like gosh. if you walk it might help so i was just walking laps around the maternity ward at like 1 a.m and then i finally called emily ashley's mom and I was like, I am in so much pain. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to fix this. And so she gave me warm prune juice and mm. hot mint tea. So ask for that. Okay. And it helped so much, like within like an hour. Did it go up to your shoulder? Like they say. I you never can? got up to my shoulder like that. Mm. But I, it was so hard because too, like it's, you can't sit certain ways either. So like 
I like, like I oh said, I had to have the pillow, but like they have like railings all around you. And like, I like, <laughs> I literally was like crying. I was sweating. Like oh I was in yeah, tears. Like I was in so much pain. I had to wake him up and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm hurting so bad right now. Like it was, it's intense. Did so, you have, sorry, hey, I just ahead. have to ask you this. Did you have gas pains? Like they're, is that what they're called? I feel like we call them something else. Yeah, gas paint. Yeah, I gas guess. bubbles. Gas, gas bubbles. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse oh, me. Speaking of gas bubbles, yeah, pain in my throat. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh are you all right? I'm. A, I'm okay. I'm okay. Did you have them um, when you were pregnant? I had. I like get them sometimes, and they're like the worst pain. Probably like a few weeks ago, we were trying to go to bed. I'm having like pregnancy insomnia now, but before this, trying to go to bed, and I had this last pregnancy too. And I'm, like, in so much pain. And I know it's not like I have to go to the bathroom. It's trapped gas. And I was, like, Zach, I don't know what to fucking do. Like, I'm, like, pacing in our room. And he's, like, what can I do? I'm, like, literally nothing. So I'm, like, trying to massage my stomach, laying on sides. Nothing's working. I don't even remember. I think I went to sleep. I just saw a TikTok today that said, if you have trapped gas, Mm -hmm. lift one of your boobs up and drop it. Oh, my God. I'll do it. it I'll do it. It makes the gas go Wait, out. that's actually funny that you asked that, and that's funny you gave that answer, because I was going to ask, like, <laughs> as as a husband, as a baby daddy, upcoming baby daddy, what can we do as the men to help with this type of stuff? Like you were saying, you get the... I had a weird idea with the oh. trapped gas. Um, <laughs> and Are you going to say the fucking windy pipes? <laughs> what? Well, go back to, like, what, episode, what, eight? Well, listen, the windy pipes were like my third answer, but um, whenever, whenever Cortland has like really bad constipation and, you know, trapped air, yeah. you do like the leg exercises. Oh. I've seen people like on TikTok on be adult. like, um, what, like they're like me and my husband tried the leg exercises we use on our baby for gas and it works. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing next time. But yeah, wait, did you say you did have it pregnant when you were pregnant? I don't remember. I don't remember if I did or not. I talk, I'm like, honestly, I for, I'm like forgetting my pregnancy symptoms, mm-hmm. to be honest. Your body like forces you to forget it. Right. But um, I know that I had like really bad indigestion and I would get like hiccups and stuff a um. lot. But I can't remember having like really bad gas pains. I wonder if mm. it's equivalent to like the gas pains because I'm like, they are the last pregnancy, our last pregnancy. I remember one time we came home from a restaurant, we were driving and I'm like, I've never had th- that was my first time having them. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? Sex like, are you having a miscarriage? Like, what the fuck yeah, is going no, on? It was scary because she was in a lot I of I was pain. in so much pain and it didn't go away for hours because we yeah. lived in our apartment at that time. And I remember I was like laying in bed. I'm like, I have no fucking clue. Like it felt like cramps, whatnot. So I'm like texting my uh I don't know if we no, we didn't. But I was texting my Obi or calling You're texting uh Kathy. Kathy, Kathy, yeah. yes, Saxon. I was texting her and I was and she's like, Oh my gosh, it's definitely just gas pains because it, it went away eventually. And I called Obi the next day just to like make sure. And they were like, oh yeah, that's definitely just gas pains. But that was, I'm, it was so scary. But now that I know what they feel like, having them now yeah. is the same thing. Moral yeah. of the story, <clears throat> girls do fart. That's factual. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Kristen, if you guys are listening, it's okay. You liars. <laughs> right. You know, when you eat food, you digest it. It produces gases and they got to come out. 
one way or another. So we need to get them the book that's like everybody poops. <laughs> oh, wait, that'd be a good gift to get them, like a wedding anniversary gift. I love, I love oh how this gosh. fucking podcast we just started. We just I was literally right about in. to say, like, yeah. we might need to change the subject because we might get a couple one stars because this yeah, is pretty we, disturbing. Pe- people have already, tuned, but it's it's human. Out. It's human. People but have our podcast out. is just unfiltered. Yes, we, yeah. we prep uh, everyone. I will for that. say. After becoming a parent, you've never been more concerned about somebody's poop mm. than your child. Every day when I go to pick him up from my mom's house, I'm like, did he poop? What was his poop like? What was <laughs> the poop? color? How really? many times did he poop? So what's your really? what's your fear? Did you save the poopy diaper? Well, I just like need to admit, he's very regular. So mm-hmm. like he poops just like make sure once he's on a schedule. day. And mm. some, if he doesn't poop like Did you take pictures of the day. poop? <laughs> Show it to me. <laughs> when he was having diarrhea from his respiratory infection, uh-huh. I was looking up different baby poop pictures oh. because I was like trying to compare it to make sure that that's it was a dark, okay. That's a dark because hole. Right. Get, like they could get dehydrated and yeah. like True. it shows through their poop or like, you know, they could have some other type of infection that's like right. showing up or, you know, they're not absorbing the nutrients from their milk and their yeah. formula and things like that. So what can you learn from poop? A lot. Yeah, very concerning. All right, we got to change the subject now. <laughs> this uh, is a lot of a lot of poop talk. Yes, no, I'm I'm 100 sure we've lost probably 40 percent <laughs> of the audience at this but, point in time. But um, I do want to praise us, um, especially you three, because um, I know that I'm not I am he not just, even. He close. just farted. Did, did you he really hear that? fart? Yes. Did it pick it up on the mic? I hope. I mean, I, I hope, did you hear? Probably. I think I heard it. Oh, I heard, yeah. Well, we like. I wish we could get like again. a rewind. He's farting again. God, Cortland, we're trying to change the subject. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're trying to pick up, tr- tried to pick up a fart on these microphones. <laughs> Here, put it close to his butt. <laughs> oh, oh no. he's so cute. Oh, I love him. Um, but, anyways, on a serious note, uh, you guys are really good podcasters. Really good. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I, basically the same amount of experience. I just started like probably a year before you guys doing like football stuff, but. You guys are all really good, and I get a lot of compliments on it that you guys are really good at it. And it made me feel really good today about this because I was listening to um, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey's uh, podcast, New Heights. Great podcast. And uh, Julian Edelman was a guest. And they asked him, they said, do you think podcasting or being an NFL receiver is harder? And he said, podcasting. I'm like, oh, shit, we're fucking more talented than- <laughs> We're more talented than Julian Edelman. Yeah, I'm going to have to protest on that one. I'm going to be completely honest. But, dude, I'll tell you what. For for someone like us, and I think I think all of us fit this category, you know, like we can talk. We're not afraid to talk, you know. I mean, I think we're all socially awkward in different types of situations. What? What are you looking at? I just realized the podcasting gear is made in Australia. <laughs> not to get off topic here, guys, but. I was it's certainly awkward. I'm certain this was made. In <laughs> Who China. just interrupts to, a conversation? To compliment that you, and you have to bring it to that. Well, no, I mean, listen. Made um, in Australia is actually crazy, though. That is that is actually that's that's. A little I thought bizarre. I had like a booger or something on my face or something. <laughs> I'm like, don't, just don't say it on air. Just like, it's just weird. Show me. It's just weird. That's all I'm saying. You like, just like started staring at my face. Well, because I saw you like can't a, do that to somebody. Well, listen to continue what you were saying because that was a complete rude interruption, but. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I come over here. I'm very good at just talking shit, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but a lot nonsense. of people couldn't do this. Um, I'm not saying we're fantastic. I'm not saying we're, like, the greatest podcasters of all time. But there's people that you could put people in a room, and they've known each other forever. They would not be able to just talk on the microphones. They wouldn't be able to do it. Well, it's kind of interesting because I do feel like, you know, 
like, like obviously, you know, I've, I've, we're, we're pretty decent at talking. We know each other really well. We've known each other for a long time. So right. we can literally continue a conversation if we wanted to for five or six hours. If we, if we had to, like, yeah. it, it would just go on and on and on about who knows right. what. But it's, it's kind of interesting because obviously like podcasting is relatively new. Um, and even in this format where it's kind of just like an open forum discussion, we have no plans. We don't ever enter this com- conversation like, all right, yeah, we're going to discuss this today, you know? Right. Sometimes no, we like, have PowerPoint. Sometimes we have like a little bit of an idea where we're going to be like, all right, right. you know, uh, you know, well, don't tell them that what's new, what's, <laughs> what's new with Cortland. And then we're yeah. like, we're like, okay, he's not pooping next you know it's yeah just, yeah it's like we we literally have like but one i think idea. i think structure makes it harder yeah but it's just like you know the, the podcast format in general just it's open, conversation free form open form conversation where somebody tunes in and just listens to what to people talk like yeah it's really interesting because people actually really enjoy that they feel like right. they're part of a conversation and you know and that's our goal going into it yeah and obviously like it's something that i don't feel like anybody even like you know the you know, top people of entertainment or even, you know, like the bottom tier really expected people to be interested in because it's like we're only thing we're really used to before podcasting really became big is, you know, TV, right? You know, you think of like, you know, ESPN where they got like very um, segmented topics, you know, you can literally see it set up and then, you know, you know. What about uh, reality TV though? That's where like the interest kind of kicks in. Like people almost like to be a fly on the wall. Like have you ever watched Big Brother? Once again, though, it's it's very structured. You know, you kind of know what to expect. You know, you're not going Sometimes, into Big Brother yeah. expecting someone to talk about doo doo for fifteen to twenty <laughs> yeah. minutes. You know, it's just not going to happen. It's it's yeah, TV. Some crazy stuff that happened on Big Brother. <laughs> okay, I'm not a big fan, so maybe <laughs> I'm talking out of my ass here. But I, it is just kind of weird how people like enjoy, because I'm I'm a huge consumer of podcasts myself uh-huh. and I where do, do you rank ours i mean it's it's not in the top 10 <laughs> that, that's reasonable there's a good podcast out there there's yeah. a lot of really good well, podcasts right, like, out, there. out of 100 out of 100 of uh the podcasts that i've listened to i think i've definitely listened to over 100 podcasts to be honest i used to drive so are we work. in the top 100 you're starting to scare me you're not giving us <laughs> an used, answer okay but just to kind of like preface this i used to drive for work i used to just sit in my car and drive all day long and right. so i would search out podcasts like religiously yeah they're great because i found like a lot where i mean it made work like so enjoyable to listen mm-hmm. to the you know certain podcasts like you know if anybody's big fan of history out there history of rome podcast excellent such such a well-researched you know, brilliantly organized podcast. Is it a one man show? It's it's a one man show. Yeah, and it's 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 the history of Rome from you know the earliest records all the way through to um, I think he runs it through to the end. Does he do? The, does he do uh, like different podcasts? So like, does he have different history? Like, I don't know, like World does. War Two history or he, something. He well, I mean, his history of Rome one was so big that I think he. He did do another podcast. His his other one was called like Revolutions. Mm. Uh, so he did he did a couple of other ones, but it never really took off like History of Rome. But it was so big his History of Rome one that he had like a bunch of book deals, and he actually is got, it like, storytelling. Um, it's narrative history. Okay. So I mean, it's research based, but yeah. obviously, it's also you know you have to at some point in time make it also entertaining, right? So, so it's some like, sort of an imagination. It, it, not necessarily. I mean, he he pretty much just details the history of Rome from its foundations all the way through to the third century BC or AD because that's when technically Rome kind of like fell and mm-hmm. split off in the east and west. And so he doesn't continue after that. But I mean, it's just like I've I've listened to so many of them like that. 
whether it's historical or scientific or just, you know, basically just bullshitting, you know, like I do like the JRE because he has insane, he always has the best guests and stuff like that. Just a really large variety of guests from like freaking, I don't know, like Matthew McConaughey to some astrophysicist, you know? So it's like, he has a really good variety of people. I'm not necessarily a big fan of Joe Rogan himself. I don't think he necessarily adds a whole lot to the podcast, but you know, just the people who he can, get on there because yeah. of the reach right it's, it, i mean it makes it really fun to listen to i agree because you get such a large variety of people whether it's you know famous actors you know you know intelligent people so you know it's just like it's interesting the format here where people do enjoy it because i like i said i enjoy it a lot too listening to just these long form discussions right. you know so the fact that you know you're saying we're good at it you know i i just feel like you know we're just hanging out we're just having a good time and if people listen to it you know, but do do you agree with me though that you could put four people in here, and they might not be able to you know make conversation go? Absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, but but like I said, we are four people who have known each other for like ten years, if not long. Like I've known you for longer than ten years. I, I've known, obviously, we've known of each other for longer than ten years. So we we've known each other for a really long time. So it's really right. easy for us to sit down and have a conversation. Whereas you know, if you threw four people in here, you know, they might be kind of. Um, you know, their, their thoughts and, you know, their opinions and stuff might be very antagonistic to one another. Right. But obviously we've experienced that more on more than one occasion, occasion with uh, one another. So we kind of know what to expect. Our, right. Our, you know, we kind of understand each other's opinions and whatnot. So it's easy for us to have a conversation for two hours if we have to do a conversation for two hours. Whereas, I'm well aware that you could have a conversation for two hours. <laughs> yeah, you're dragging this. I'm one. dragging this one on for a minute. No, dude. no, you, no. I you're spot on with that, though. I mean, everything about it is is great. I completely agree. Um, I do think we're very good, but you kind of like you never even answered my top 100 question. So top 100, no, no. Really? What? No, we got to do better. We, we there's room okay. for improvement. We're like we're like 11 we do need to start wait, getting guests. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are you saying that you've listened to a hundred different podcasts, like, you know, like not yeah. episodes, but like no, channels, completely right? different like channels? Individual podcasts. Wow. Yes. I, okay. So once again, I used to drive for work. Maybe, like I maybe listened to like 10. Yeah. This kind of hurts my feelings. <laughs> I used to drive for work. So when I would drive for work, all I would do is listen to podcasts. And I think I think what we got going is pretty good, though. It's it, no, we, I, and you know when you told me the amount of people who listen to this, I was shocked. You know, I, I was shocked too. When you told me that there's, you know, I I, I don't know if we should talk numbers, but I thought maybe ten people watch this podcast, <laughs> listen to this podcast, and I thought they were all. People no, I'll tell it. you, dude, it it honestly threw me way off guard too. So I expected it on the first episode. It was new. We did the gender reveal, but then we have had Clickbait. a lot of consistent. Listens, and I think somehow I don't know how they market it out as far as Apple and um, Spotify, but I think we're getting on like related podcasts. I think we're getting more clicks that way too because you, I can see where people are listening, and it's like these random spots that it's like Kansas. Like I don't know anyone in Kansas. I know we did get somebody in the North Pole though, and if you're out there and you're still listening, <laughs> I know who you are. I know who you are, you bastard oh, in the man. North North Pole, you little. Fucker. But yeah, we we uh we we really appreciate everyone that's listening. We yeah, have a lot sure. of good listeners. Um, we did have like, do you want to go over a review? Let's I do. Love, let's do one review. Uh, we don't have a ton of written reviews, so please leave us one. Yeah, dude, give me like 12 reviews, dude. I will read them, and I will shit on your entire world. Okay, so, uh, okay. <laughs> Just, all right, pick one, two, or three, and then I'll give you one to read. Let's go with two, right in the middle, baby. Okay. 
Here we go. Wide open. Okay. Just read that one. We are a five-star podcast. Spectacular. Wow. This pod is just out of this world. Not one second passed by, and I'm not laughing. These gentlemen are just top-notch podcasters. Can't wait to see what's next. Thanks, Jair. June... (laughs) June 30th, 2023. I don't know if I should have said the name of the reviewer, but... <clears throat> no, that's fine. Jair, solid dude. Solid dude. Yeah, yes, That's a good... Oh, shit. Hold on. Reasonable vocabulary. So let's let's start trying to read a review every now and then. Uh, we would love for people to leave written reviews. I don't do it myself, so I can't be um, too big on that. I've never left a written review. Just go in there, leave <laughs> us a one star, and just No, don't do us. that. Just... just <laughs> Just go in there, leave a one-star review, just be like, these people are offensive, and that bear guy, that bear guy, he needs to be arrested. <laughs> the authorities need to be called in immediately. Oh, my God. Take him away from his cute son. <laughs> Unacceptable. Yeah, did you think things that he, said. Uh, he would be that cute? Did Ooh, you guys think yeah. he would be? Like, I mean, he's ridiculous. I remember cute. I was like telling Brandon when we come home from the ultrasounds, I'm like, I really hope he's cute because if he's not, that's going to suck so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bear, did you think he was going to be that cute? Absolutely not. I had I had no hopes for him. Oh, man, uh, you have low geez. hopes for you. Jeez. I had no hopes. I mean, listen, you know, I, I guess maybe like that's just how I, my, my outlook on life. I'm just like, you know, low expectations, you know, you always have a high reward. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, I, I, I can get on board with that. See, like, I knew he would be cute. Like, two beautiful parents equal one beautiful baby. But I didn't think he was going to have big blue eyes, like, this, like, perfect human being with these big, giant blue eyes. Like, you know, it does make me question things a little bit. You know, he's <laughs> very cute. He's got bright blue eyes. He's starting to have, like, light colored hair. Yeah. I'm like, do I need to get a genetic, like, <laughs> do we need to do this right now? Because, I mean, listen. Like, hey, I'll tell you what. That would make this podcast hit. <laughs> We change co-host, calling myself the host. We change the co-host because you're not the dad. (laughs) Some new guy, some blonde, hot, blue-eyed guy comes in here. Dude, that would be hilarious. I'm not going to lie to you. Would would you still tune in? Dude, I would probably listen. I would probably listen because that would be great. I'd be like, damn, I thought that baby was my, my son. You are not the father. Right. We, we do like. Will we get in the top 100 then? Yes. Dude, that would be some. With some that kind shit. of twist? That yes, would be dude. crazy. That kind of damn. twist. Look at Cortland. Look at him. At me. He's, I know. He's always oh, looking hey. at me. 20 episodes in, and we have a paternity test live on air. <laughs> now, that would be some good shit. That would be so funny. Oh, He's man. so cute. But uh, what's going on? Anything new with you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we have a couple. I mean, it's, you know, every day brings something new, Zachary. Yeah. Every day is... Uh, I like know, you when you call up, me my full name. Your full name, Zachary... Yeah. Halliday. <laughs> I forgot your middle name, Did you buddy. really forget my middle name? Oh, I mean, listen, dude. Come on, you got it. You, you got, got it. it. You got Lexi, it. Lexi, do you know it? Yeah. It's- <sighs> dude, this is going to piss me off. I know so many people's middle names, and you shouldn't know people's middle names. You really don't need them. They're useless when they you have are. a middle name. No point for it. Um, Not really, no. I agree. You know all of our middle names? Ooh. Oh. Let's see Well, he how- doesn't even know mine. <laughs> so I'm, I'm well. thinking about yours. Obviously, I know my wife's middle name. It's Danielle. I knew um, that. My middle name up in the air. I don't remember it. Shut the fuck up. Sierra's you don't want to say it. Say it. I like your middle name. My say middle it. name is very Italian. Okay, we'll say it. Giovanni. 
<laughs> you have to say it like that though. Giovanni, and if we were on if we were on video, you'd see that I'm speaking with my my hands here because yes. you have to do it that way. Yep. Sierra, I, I have to say it's is it Rose? Yes, I use Look it in you. everything. But you, you don't know, know mine. Social, come on, you have to. It's it's a common name. You know my wife's, but not mine. It's Common Bear. I don't. I, is it? It's not Michael. Is yes. It? Wow, dude, that's such a ballsy move by your parents too. <laughs> Give you a middle name and then name their next Dude, son there's a lot, that same name. There's a lot of Michael in my family. It was so much. So, so much. Michael is my grandfather. My dad's name is Christopher Michael. I'm Zachary Michael. Corey, my cousin, is he's is he Michael? Yeah. Yeah, he's Michael, too. And then Michael's Michael. <laughs> so is Michael, 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 Michael Halliday? He's not Michael Michael Halliday, no. That'd that be would sick. be fucking awesome. <laughs> That'd be sick. You guys drop the ball, Chris and Chris. Michael Michael Halliday. Michael Michael Halliday. Sounds like you're just really happy to see him every time yeah. you say his name. <laughs> um, no, he's Michael Anthony. Okay. And Anthony Anthony was named after um, Doris, my grandma. She had, um, a, I guess you would call it stillbirth. Yeah, right? she yeah, did. Stillbirth. Yeah, it was a stillbirth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is actually interesting because, so this was her house, right? His picture used to be right here, right where you're at. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So, way to put a damper on the conversation. <laughs> yeah. hey. But anyways, what what you guys have been up to? Anything? Um. Well, we went to SeaWorld yesterday. Nice. Uh, it was, I mean, SeaWorld underrated, guys. Um, Do you have pa- season passes? We've recently purchased season passes because mm-hmm. they're very uh, affordable, admittedly. Um. You know, like Universal and Disney, you got to be a fucking millionaire to go to those places. Yeah. I don't know right. why everybody's going there. Like, I, I, apparently everybody's got tens of thousands of dollars to just blow on theme parks. I don't know. Uh, it seems irresponsible to me. Dis- uh, SeaWorld, um, I was worried they were going to go out of business during COVID. Yeah, same. SeaWorld kicks ass, dude. They got the dude, best Yeah, now, but they, they were, like, struggling a lot during COVID, I think. I mean, listen, dude, I don't know, you know, there's some animal rights things going on there. Yeah. A lot of people don't like that, you know, these orcas live in a pond, but... It's sad. I love... Listen, the orca's my favorite animal. I mean, it's a cool animal, but I mean, I have no opinion on that point. Um, you know, I like seeing those fuckers just <laughs> jump around in the water and shit. Did you see that SeaWorld did like their own twist on Halloween Horror Nights? It's Hollow Scream, yeah. No, no, no. I thought that was Bush Gardens. They're doing it at SeaWorld. Oh, they're doing it at SeaWorld. It's <laughs> just so really? weird. Like, what? Are they fucking penguins? I th- is there penguins? Like haunted penguins there? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like a weird location. Like, I don't feel comfortable getting scared next to a bunch of penguins. I mean, dude, if you fucking see a bloodthirsty penguin, that's real. <laughs> that's real. Because, I mean, let's be honest, dude. Orcas, they're that's fucking That's a good name monsters. for the podcast, right. bloodthirsty penguin. Bloodthirsty penguin. I mean, that orca. would, if you were if you were scrolling through your other 100 fucking podcasts, that all suck. <laughs> and you saw bloodthirsty penguins, are you clicking that? Yes, it's, <laughs> yes. Halloween's coming. It's right around the corner, Halloween. Uh, but we, okay. went to, we went to fucking SeaWorld, dude. Uh-huh. SeaWorld kicks ass. It's very underrated. It's got the best roller coasters, admittedly. Yes. Um, one of the roller coasters blew my ass out, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, me and Lexi, we went down to the courthouse. We got married yesterday. You got... Look yeah. at the rings. Yes, we went We went and we sealed you the You got deal. married. We went and we got married at the courthouse. Couldn't have been more awkward. We were, we were common law married before. Mm. Now it's just legal. Yeah, I mean, we've... After eight years, you're how long common was that, law married. How long was that That's process? That's um, I think the process, like, when we, I mean, from when we got there, it was maybe 15 Wait, days. I also love how you just casually mentioned that you got married. Well, I mean, it's just like, I mean, come on. like me You guys Lexi, have been married for a while. That's what I'm saying. Me and Lexi aren't, like, um, 
super religious folk. So, uh-huh. you know, we, we're not like, you know, we, we don't see it as like, you know, a whatever, you know, whatever right. those, mm-hmm. you know, religious people see it as, but, um, you know, we, we've just been together for so long where it's just kind of like, we know we're going to stay together. So it's like, we don't need some governmental authority to step right. in and finalize the process. So but, how was it? Um, it was super <laughs> awkward, dude. Yeah, tell us about the experience. Extremely cringe so and awkward. We showed cringe. up. We were we went to SeaWorld after, so we showed up in our <laughs> SeaWorld clothes. <laughs> so our, can I hear the outfits? Our, I was wearing bike shorts and a t-shirt and slides. Nice. <laughs> I was wearing my Hoka's. Um, nice. I was wearing like, uh, like sweatpants shorts. What do you call those? Like what jogger shorts? shorts, like oh, sweat shorts? yeah, sweat yeah, shorts, some, yeah. yeah, sweat shorts, yeah. yeah. Um, and I had a Marvel T-shirt on. Nice. Yes, I had a Marvel. Did you t-shirt. always think that's what you'd be married in? I had a feeling. Oh. Welcome, Portland. Welcome, my son, <laughs> my boy. Care to weigh in? All right. No. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I had a feeling. I always had a feeling that I'd be married in a Marvel. T-shirt. You're a total graphic tee type of guy. Oh, he's going again. He's I, with you on that one. I this is gold him. right here. I love yeah. him. It's gold right there. That's why people tune in. <laughs> people right. people spend hours listening to this shit just to hear some baby talk. Oh yeah, he's the best. Yeah, no, it's 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 good stuff there. But no, I mean I, I definitely enjoy a good graphic tee. Um I don't really know what other t shirts are there. Do you just wear like plain t shirts with just no <laughs> just got Yeah, but you have like the specific like smooth, like cottony yeah. graphic. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean do what else do people wear? Well, right now, we're ne- neither of us are wearing those right well, now. I'm not wearing a t-shirt. I'm wearing a button-up. Okay. So. God, you're such a smart He's ass. dressed fancier <laughs> for the podcast. Yeah, than his own wedding. own wedding. Yes. So yeah, what do they do? True. Do they, like, make you, like, hold hands at this little, like, nope. altar? super what awkward. Do you have to kiss? <laughs> we should, no, oh, yeah, um, right? Thankfully not. There was just this uh, older woman who just, like, freaking Was your witness? Uh, yep, she kind of hobbled her way down there. It took us about 45 <laughs> minutes. That. We had to walk hobbled from one her. side of the courthouse to the other to go to, like, the special room. Yeah. And then we walk in, and there's this, like, backdrop pinned up crooked. You missed Not even straight. <laughs> has, creases, has creases from the folds in it. She's and skipping. then there's, like, these little, like, props. And then there's a bookcase full of these bouquets that you can hold on to. <laughs> there's, like, four folding chairs in front of it. <laughs> Wait, I, that you could have like I kind of wish I was invited to this. Yeah. And then we and Too she bad. she made this little <laughs> sign that said Alexis and Brandon August 29th, 2023. And she sets it up and she says, "Okay, just let me know when you're ready." And I'm just looking at him like, "What the fuck? What are we doing?" <laughs> and then we were like, "Well, you know, um if you're able to just hand us the paper, that would be okay with us. We Wait, like, what was she trying to do? Like, she was going to, like, have us, Marry like... you? Yeah, she was yeah. going to, like... Your vows and shit? Yeah, she was going to, like, ordain us and, like, oh my do a ceremony and all the things. <laughs> but just you guys? Just us. And... Oh, my God. We're, like I said, we're in our SeaWorld clothes. Like, not, <laughs> like, not dressed or anything. Like, and she was, like... Like well, if you would have told me that, I would we wouldn't have had to walk all the way down here. Oh and I was like, oh, I didn't know if we had to do this or not. And she was like, she's like, here. She just handed us the envelope with it, and then she's like, she's like, well, I took the time to make the sign, so at least take a picture with it. Oh, and so we were like, okay, we'll take a picture with the sign. The picture so we, is awesome. So we it took is. a picture with the sign. It's the funniest wedding photo ever. And then we went to SeaWorld and we rolled roller coasters for the rest of the I mean, day. That sounds like the perfect day. You're right. I don't think you could imagine a better. Wedding. Wedding day. 
it was actually an ex- an excellent wedding. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to have, like, a real ceremony at some point in time, but it's just, like, obviously right now, like, with work and Cortland and everything, it's just, we, we don't have time to plan out a wedding uh, right now, so we'll probably do it, like, next year um, sometime between September and December uh, is when we're kind of thinking, but we're going to have, like, an actual wedding at some point, but uh, realistically, we just did it you know, right now, because obviously we have a child together and something we, we meant to do it before he was even born. Um, but, uh, you know, for legal and taxation purposes, uh, we needed to get married for, for certain. Um, but, uh, you know, after we got married, we went to see world and she is actually skipping out a pretty funny part of our marriage. Um, I saw somebody who I knew at the courthouse. Really? Um, it was, I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird relationship. I used to be a process server, um, I used to serve people like subpoenas and uh-huh. some financial summonses and shit and child support papers and whatnot. And that used to be my job. I would literally just drive around all day, like I said, listen to podcasts. Um, I would get absolutely blitzed and um, <laughs> just drive around and serve people freaking subpoenas. Um, so that was my job. Uh, it was pretty awesome. It was while I was in school. Uh, so it, it worked out really well because I had to drive out to UCF, take my classes. And after classes, I would literally go and serve people fucking subpoenas and be like, hey, dude, you owe fucking... You had to tell them face-to-face? I didn't have to tell them anything. I would just have to be like, hey, are you freaking Zachary Halliday? And you'd be like... Zachary what, Halliday? (laughs) Zachary Michael? Is that you? Is that you, buddy? You sound like a pop star from the 90s. Yeah, right. (laughs) Zachary Michael. Um, Yeah, so Zachary Michael, um, thanks for telling me that it's you. I'm happy you said that because I have to have you verbally author, you know, tell me that it's you. Um, Oh, to legally serve someone uh, their subpoena, I have to be. They have to tell me that you are Zachary Halliday, and so I bet they get scared as shit. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like <laughs> I'm looking for Zachary Halliday. Yeah, that's me. Um, okay, so yeah, you actually owe Target like eighty grand. I don't, I don't know how you rack that up, buddy. But um, they're. Do they they're, ever get pissy with you? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've had horrible. You piss people off on your jobs. You like jobs that piss people off. I do, low key. I, <laughs> I like, you know, like I don't, but I do like like altercations. You know, it's like, oh yeah, it's like I don't want to get into altercations, but sometimes it's exciting. It like, is. You can't argue that. So I mean, I've had situations where I'm going out to serve somebody like a financial summons. They trashed an apartment in the apartment complex. Is trying to charge mm. them twenty five thousand dollars or whatever. Um, and I knock on their door, and I've had people answer the door with firearms, with fucking Holy knives and hammers and shit. And I'm just, you know, listen, the messenger. And listen, this was at—I'm just the messenger, you know. And this was at a point in my time in my life where I was consuming large quantities of just, you know, marijuana's, uh-huh. and so I was just kind of like, whatever, you know. Um, and so people were answering the door. Like I've had people answer the door with pistols and shotguns, and I'm just like, hey, um, who the fuck opens a door that way? People, can out, you imagine, people bro? Out in the country. Huh? Uh, people, you're out in because the country? I would I would serve people who are out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, so Pe- there's not supposed to be a visitor. people don't people don't come and knock on your door when you drive down a dirt road for ten minutes. Imagine if someone was trying to do something really nice for someone oh and you gosh. just open the door and just they have like a fucking shotgun. Ready? It's like an edible arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you chocolate strawberries. Like our buddy Sam. Like that's the kind of addresses that I would. Uh, yeah. Sam might open the door with the shotgun. Exactly. Nobody yeah. knocks on his door. Nobody no. comes out there knocks on his door so, so what would you do when that would happen i'm i would literally just i would i mean i, I don't look threatening i'm <laughs> no. literally wearing slides, a marvel shirt a marvel shirt and and like 
basketball shorts. I do not look threatening. So most most of the time, people did not try and kill me. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't get killed doing the job. Good yeah, for me. Yeah. Um. But no, I would drop those jobs paid the best. Admittedly, it's like you would get paid sometimes like a hundred dollars just for serving that one paper. Really? Wow. Yeah. And so a lot of times people would open the door. They'd say, "Yeah, it's me," and they'd take it. And it's just like it took me like. 15 minutes to do that and I made a hundred dollars. So it was like a really cool job to, while you were in college to do that. Um, could you like still do that on the side? I know you're not going to, but like, could you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I 100% know how to, you have to get a license and you have to take a class. To really? Do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, they, they, what, what made you get interest in doing that? Um, actually Lexi's mom told me that our friend's mom, um, had, was looking for people to do this and uh-huh. I actually worked for her to start out. And then mm. like, I kind of branched out into other, you know, people do these what are called like farming companies and so they get like a really good client the the individual you know the client whether it's a a law office or you know police department or whatever it might be um you know they start to trust you and they see that you can actually get the the job done and so Mm -hmm. they start sending you a shit ton of work and at some point in time if you have a thousand you know subpoenas that you need to serve you can't do it all yourself so you start right you start saying okay so i get a hundred dollars for this or I get $200 for this, I'll let you serve it and I'll give you $30 for it. You know, mm-hmm. so if you can serve it, I'll give you $30 for it. So that was, you know, so I would literally have sometimes like 200 jobs at a time that I have active. And I was all through this app, like you would have to go out to the address, take a picture of the address to prove you were there, you know, put notes in there and, and everything to prove that you like you made an attempt. You know, that's what it was called, like an attempt to serve somebody a subpoena. And then when COVID hit, this all just kind of like came crashing to the ground because I actually, I mean, I enjoyed that job because it was like, you know, I made my own schedule and, you know, I didn't have a boss or anything. It was a little stressful because sometimes the people would hit you up and be like, hey, we need you to go out there at 11 o'clock tonight and try and serve a paper in the middle of nowhere. And I'm just like, how about no, dude? I'm going to get <laughs> fucking shot. Right. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't care if it's a hundred, two hundred or three hundred dollars. Like, if you send me out into the, into like, I would go out to places like Chuluota. You ever heard of Chuluota? No. no, I can't say half. No, you can't. No, you definitely haven't because it's literally in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. <laughs> like, there's literally like freaking 30 people that live out there and they all live on like 200 acres of property. So I'm driving down a dirt road for 20 minutes to get to one house. You know, of course it pays great, but they want you to do it in the middle of the night because these people aren't home. And I'm just like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's so sketchy. I can't see a goddamn thing out here. I don't know where I am. I don't have cell phone signal. Like, it's so sketchy. It's the, the most, it, it was a great job when I was in college. But then once, like, I finished it, I was like, how about no? But COVID just completely ruined it because when COVID came out, like, the main thing that I used to do is people who owed money to credit card companies. Mm. <laughs> and so I'd go out there and just be like, yeah, dude, fucking, I don't know what the hell you did at Target to spend 50 grand, but they want the money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they're calling you into court. And that's, that was like, 90% of everything I did was just credit card companies, like literally trying to get you to come to court and start making a monthly payment. That's, that's all but they wanted. Back to 10 minutes ago, who the fuck did you see at the court? Wow, dude. I totally <laughs> forgot. That's where we were at. <laughs> me too. Who did you see at the court? You guys got to stop me sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, I, that was good. That was good. I went yeah. on a fucking rant there. No, but that no, was good. That was interesting. The person I saw at the court was actually the husband of the lady I used to work for, and he used to uh, always be okay. there. And I thought like, it was going to be someone you tried to collect money no, from. No, he, he used to, he, he was, he was <clears throat> this lady's husband who I used to work for, and he would always be there and would always talk and say, what's up? What's going on? Hey, uh, you know, uh, you know, good to see you later. Uh-huh. Got all my work. I'm out of here. And so he was at the courthouse when we went to get married and 
he was like waving at the lady who was like officiating it. <laughs> and I thought he was waving at me. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? What's <laughs> you're like so then, happy to see him. Long time no see. But he's like, you know where you're going? And, he, and he's like, yeah, the lady's taking us. And she's also talking to him. And I'm trying to be like, he's not talking to you. <laughs> I ran into the lady who was marrying us. You're a us. fucking doofus. I, ran, I walked into her. <laughs> she was, he was too busy. Did not. He was yeah. too busy turning his head to respond to this guy who wasn't talking to him. <laughs> That he oh. then walked into the back of the lady. <laughs> so embarrassing. I don't even think he remembered who I was. <laughs> Did he not? And it, they, he was like one of the cops doing like the security oh. at the front. Yeah. And so all these cops are just staring at him. Like, <laughs> he looked like a buffoon. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, who the fuck was that guy? I, just, I don't know. I don't fucking know who that guy was. <laughs> I no hate when that clue. happens. So. Yeah, no that's clue. hilarious though. Um, Bear. But, oh, okay. Go ahead. But to go on with what else happened in your week? Oh, uh, we had our, our four-month appointment for Cortland. Oh. Uh, that was also yesterday. We had a pretty busy day yesterday. It was a four-month appointment, marriage, SeaWorld, um, Texas Day Brazil. Let's go. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had his four-month appointment. Uh, it was a pretty sweet appointment. Uh, four months is like a big month because uh, you get to start feeding him real oh. food. Um, I wouldn't even call it real food because you literally get to start feeding him, like, rice meal and oatmeal, which is slightly thicker in consistency than their shitty uh, formula. Yeah. Mm. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's, so it, what did you feed him first? Well, it's Rice like a, you have to start. <laughs> oh, it's just so just that first week you get to pick like whether you want to do rice cereal, oatmeal cereal, or multi green cereal, and then the second week you do the rice cereal and a green, and mm. then the third week you do a rice cereal. Um, and I think I don't know. It was like that, and then what was the second one? Like red or uh, orange? Yeah, you're supposed orange. to do like. Like rice cereal, rice cereal and green, rice cereal and yellow, rice cereal, cereal <laughs> and <laughs> orange, to say. and then you switch over to like blue. You're supposed to like go down from like and least sweet. Blue to wasn't most a sweet. color, but it was. It was. Don't. Um, I was there and I was listening. <laughs> oh, so that's from the pediatrician. Like that's how they tell you. Yeah, it? They want you to start with the uh, least sweet because if you start with something super sweet, they'll eat it and they'll be like, "That shit fucking rocks, dude. Fuck that formula." <laughs> <laughs> True. They're like, "Dude, oh, I'm not eating." Really? Also, they don't that's like smart. need sugar. Right. At that like right. age, like it's more just about experimenting at this age. Right. So. Did he like it? He ate some of the cereal. I mean, he didn't eat a lot of it, but he didn't gag or anything. And so is it like we a have video? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to is it a once a that. day? Like how? Twice a day. Twice a day. Have you done it today already? We did it earlier today. Yes, yeah, so um, it was the first day. Oh, today was the first day. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was yesterday. Okay. Does he have a little baby spoon? Mm-hmm. Aww. A little high chair baby. No, spoon. he's got an adult spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Have you ever Have you ever used a baby spoon with like applesauce? <laughs> Makes you feel so big. Have you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when you get a sample at the ice cream shop. Yeah. It's yes. Like, yeah. Oh my the, gosh. But I, they're like rubber, right? Those samples yeah. are bullshit. Let's just put yeah, that out there right now, what? dude. Bullshit. The little samples, dude. Like you, you can. You just give have me to a, get the flavor. You can give me a bigger scoop than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to taste the flavor, though. Mm, I, I need to make sure that I. Do like you have? It. Do you have anything to ask me? <laughs> Do I have anything to ask you? Like, yeah, anything. I don't know. This is pretty weird. It's not a trick question. Just think of something to ask me. I feel like I feel like as the host, I do. I'm I, always asking you questions. You so I'm going to go ahead and questions. and give my authority over to you, 
And you interview me and Sierra and just ask us questions. You guys really want to do this right now? <laughs> How yeah, much, go, what time are we at? We got we got a we got a good 15 20 minutes in us. We, right. we got another hour and a half. No, sure. we don't. <laughs> come okay. on, I want I want to hear like what you come up with. You <clears throat> practice being the host. Okay. Then maybe um, we'll move up in the rankings in your podcast. Oh, I have a good I have Ooh. a good one. Whoa, I had some really <laughs> inappropriate ones, but kinda go goes, ahead. it kind of goes with like today's conversation. So you guys chose to go the more traditional route and like do the wedding thing mm-hmm. and go through like you guys had the bachelor bachelorette party and mm-hmm. All those types of things. Well, what did you think about that experience? Mm. Would you do it the same again? Exactly how you did it? Would you change something? Who Who do you want to go? Do you want me? Or you, you can answer first? first. I think I'm glad that we did it when we did it. Because in this process, like, like you and your job right now. And then me with like my work and baby on the way. I I just feel like it would have, it lined up nicely with our timeline. Like right after college, we, when did I graduate? Yeah. Right after college, we did Mm -hmm. it basically right after college. And I feel like it was nice. Like the timeline, like graduated college, got, did that because I can't imagine like doing that whole process right now and planning it. If we were in like the process of like Oh my buying God. our house or like renovating our house, like all of that. So I'm glad we did it in the time frame we did. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think our wedding was perfect. Um, I think the only thing that <laughs> I regret is I wish like more people could have been there. Cause I know right. like, like Sierra just said, if we were in this, like, I don't know if I would have been able to just afford a no. trip out to Arizona like right, that. Right. That's why I did. I never took it personal yeah. um, for the people that couldn't come. <laughs> Because, I mean, that's that's an expense. And we knew that yeah. going into it. That's right. why we wanted people, if, you know, if they were going to go, we wanted to encourage them to go, you know, like travel, go see Arizona. Um, and a lot of people did. But, I mean, I think it was the most incredible thing. I don't I don't regret anything. I think the, the bachelor slash bachelorette party was awesome. I would pay to see those girls fight again. <laughs> that was great. Um, <laughs> Um, the wedding was incredible just being with family and stuff. Like I always have that nostalgia of just wanting to go back. Like, I just want to go back. I just feel it in my chest sometimes, like just going out there. And I remember like my family would always be out by the fire every day because we rented like a big Airbnb and that was just incredible. That's just, uh, you know, a memory that I'll always be grateful for. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm glad I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't. I'm glad. I'm just glad. I think I'm glad we did it because I don't think if we were trying to do it like now, it would it would do what we, oh. we could do. Oh, no, we I would change something major. What? I would make you not be on your period on our wedding night. <laughs> that would have been pretty sweet. Gross. <laughs> hey, unfiltered. That's life. It's the truth. It's the truth. Dude, it's the like a uh, chirk came up to me. He's like, dude, you're going to get her pregnant tonight. I'm like, no, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we could have done everything we we accomplished out there even like how we called it our mini moon we went to utah right after yeah that it was, was just great so too. much time off of work and but in the position we're at now mortgage and like yeah that was good timing right it was good timing i'm i'm glad we did it um when we did it i agree yeah yeah it's definitely it was definitely crazy uh to do it right now like obviously oh my god there was right. no chance no chance we were doing like a you know traditional ceremony yeah like, like just with how busy we are like literally uh, Lexi got one day off of work. It was the day yeah. that I'm already off of work. Right. The only reason we even chose to do it yesterday was because I was off work for mm. Cortland's appointment. Oh, really? Oh. Everyone's like, why did you choose this day? I'm like, I was already off of work. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, guys, see, it um, makes it easy. 
I mean, you guys are probably going to have to plan out just really far in advance, right? Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I didn't have enough time off of work to begin with to, like, actually have a wedding, you know, this year. Uh, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, we're we're going to plan it out for probably next year, like I said, sometime yeah. between September and December. Uh, we don't. It's have all any- about the people that are there, too, like. I mean, obviously, Arizona was incredible. That was the coolest shit ever. But, like, yeah, looked, at the looked end awesome. of the day, dude, like, I would have had just as many great memories just with the group of people that are there. That's why I said my only real regret is I wish, you know, more people could have been there. Yeah. Right. Like, Sam, for example, he couldn't go with the old job he was working. Yeah. But if he would have been working with me at the time, he could have easily gone. And he it was, was like, He damn. was doing, like, construction at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it just wasn't feasible for him. Yeah, uh, he I had a lot going on. So I don't think I had a job at the time. So I was just like, "Yeah, dude, uh, yeah, I was bro. looking at plane tickets. Um, <laughs> that's my monthly salary, salary right now." Uh, dude, that's what I'm saying. I never, I did not get upset. Like, oh, right. I got upset because I'm just upset, you know, because I want sucks, them to go, but right, I was not but, mad. Yeah, and I knew that my parents told me that going in. They're like, "Look, if you have a destination wedding, there's gonna be a lot of people that can't go." Right. Yeah. So. No. I, I, mean, I think I was literally door dashing at the time. Yeah. <laughs> like to, yeah it's hard, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. That was a really weird time, too, because that was, I mean, COVID was still, you know, COVID. Yeah. And, I mean, it wasn't 2020. Or it was. What I know. We, we, no, we, get married? we got married. 20, <laughs> 2021. Beginning of 2021, right? 20, no. At least you don't remember, too. That makes me feel a lot yeah, better. Yeah, I was about to say, you piece of <laughs> No, no. Shit. It was 2021. No, 2022. Fucking, Fucking right? men. Yeah, we've only been married a year. Oh, yeah, 2022. Yes, You're right. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. But okay. it was January, so it felt like 2020. But there was something going on where we were worried that something well, COVID, was There was another canceled. peak in COVID. Yeah, something yeah. like and that. And that was when, like, the the flights couldn't, like, staff. Oh, The flight yeah. attendants in the pilot. So, like, yes, yes. flights were getting canceled left and right, and I'm having a heart attack. Like, God, bro, we've done all this. We had everything set for the wedding, and now it's like everyone's flights are going to get canceled. Yeah. I but think no we, one's did. It was like yeah. a miracle. No, it was really shut because right, you have everything booked and like, what if like half the people could make it and half yeah. the people couldn't? Our wedding was nice though because we made it so us like we didn't want like the traditional venue. A lot we're not traditional people if, if you didn't know, and we didn't want the traditional venue. I mean, obviously you throw in some traditional tra- quote quote traditional things here and there, but like right. we got married on a piece of land. It's actually we got married. We found out on Elvis's birthday and on a plot of land where elvis shot his western movie yeah it's pretty sweet <laughs> so we got married um I, I don't know how many miles off of the main road it was but i mean it was like a 20 minute ride off yeah road like you had to go off-roading to, like. i mean you had no service out there it was a piece of land and we we made sure i'm a i'm a photographer and i do a lot of weddings so i made sure to kind of plan it out and find the people that i thought were best bang for your buck and mm-hmm. um I got, we got a florist out there. We did instead of catering because catering, we got quoted like, I don't even $12,000 for catering. And we were like, fuck no. And just like for like standard like food food that's just not us. Like we wanted our wedding obviously to be most us. So we love burgers and we love sweets. So we got um, a food truck that served burgers and fries to come. And then we also got uh, dipped waffles as our dessert. So, like, we made it most us. We got, like, a cake, just a small, small cake because I really wanted, like, a cake Did we ever even eat that cake? We ate literally, like, a bite of it, and I don't know what happened to it. Um, Our florals did catch on fire. Yes, Um, that happened. (laughs) Out in the middle of the desert. Our our food guys were high as fuck. Yeah. And they forgot uh, a generator, so they couldn't even, like cook the fries the food took forever we got a refund on that though we did but Uh like bro it was i mean the food was 
was good. But it took, that was like the only like. It sucks though because they're, so the food truck was a reputable restaurant surrounding Arizona. Right. So they just had like a food truck that they catered to events and weddings and they just didn't have good staff that day. And yeah, we got refunded, but it sucked. And I just, you try to make the best out of it. Yeah, no, I Um, mean, it was, it was awesome. We had amazing vendors though. We had a live, we had a DJ slash live performer. He, Mm -hmm. He was a duo. So he would half DJ, half live performance. And then we had amazing um, photographers and videographers. Emily, who's one of my friends here. Um, and then Sophia. And she had a second shooter. Mm-hmm. Tamara. Yeah, dude. It was awesome. We, we fucking raged, too. And the partying was awesome. Like, just, like, dancing the music and looking around. And you're literally in the middle of the desert is a pretty surreal moment. Like, it was pretty fucking cool. No, it looked great. It definitely yeah, looked it was, great. it was cool. But, um... Speaking of Arizona, it's fucking hot as shit in here. No, Am I the I, only I one that is like sweating. I was sweating dicks real bad. You guys told us that the electricity in Florida has been getting out of hand, and you turned the AC. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm like, I might want to spend that extra two hundred dollars. I was, right I was, now. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I was, I was about to say, you guys want to, yeah, like, you guys want to move this over to our house? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hot in here. <laughs> it, it, I mean, Sierra, it is hot. No, well, know. we're used to also only having us two in here and the dog. So like That's when, true. like we're double, we're d- double plus one. The <laughs> double plus double one. Plus well, it's like you can't like double plus one baby. Like I'm not gonna include him as an entire. He's like a point two five. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but he radiates a two and a quarter. He is eight. that is one hot baby. I mean, <laughs> all right, okay, that came off wrong. He's he's good looking, You're but rude. he's temperature hot. He's and super I, hot. And I thought I was gonna get the podcast <laughs> shut down. I thought it was gonna be me. Come on. I he's a, was, all right, he's a handsome. Baby. All right. Can we but just, it's like a furnace. Let's just make yeah. <laughs> He makes me sweat. Let's yeah. make sure we just like. I'm not making it better. <laughs> we, we crop in like, you know, cute for that. Yes. Cute. Yeah, cute we, baby. You He's just so cute. freeze it. Enter cute. Because Warm you're, temperature. Yes. You're going to, you're going to get us fucked over here, dude. All the, <laughs> all the nonsense that I've spouted. And you're going to get us, this one thing I said, you're going to get us off the air just because of <laughs> what you said. I'm not going to repeat it. All right. You. Okay. You Very still haven't asked us a question. Go on. Yeah, I was just going to say. Great question, Lexi. A-plus interviewer. Barry, your turn. Oh, shit. Um, not much of a question guy, honestly. I, yeah, so you're an answerer for sure. I'm definitely an answerer. Um, <laughs> um, shit ass. Um, I love putting you on the spot. I, I don't have anything planned come on, for you guys. Come you, on. You, come on, you got it. You got it. Think about just what's going like. Pregnant. Sierra's pregnant. Yeah. I'm about to be a dad. Pregnant. Fatherhood. House. Bills. House. Bills. What's your mortgage here? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. It is way too much. Uh, no. My mom lives on Lake Brantley, and she pays less than what we pay. She she lives year. in a two-story house on the lake. And she has an acre of land. In Seminole <laughs> County. We live in not Seminole County. And not a two-story house, and nowhere near fucking lake. Nowhere near having an acre of land. Dude, like, we're, like... We pay more than her. Almost close to double, right? No, 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 not double. But we do pay more than her. I'm not going to throw out any numbers, but it's a significant amount more. I know, I didn't think you guys were going to take that question seriously. (laughs) (laughs) What if I just answered right on the spot? Um, but I mean, uh, I'll tell you off air. It is fucking ridiculous. No, I, 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 I believe you because me and Lexi. The been interest. Looking. Yeah, yeah. Me and Lexi mm-hmm. been looking, and we're just like, ooh, we're probably just gonna keep renting. It's yeah, just, dude. It's, it's a complete waste of money. It's a lose lose though. Yeah, because renting, you know, you're throwing money out. 
But like you buy a house right now, you're stuck with this horrible mortgage. And you know, like, yeah, we can refinance down the line, but it's like, we might lose out on money because if, if the house market crashes and we go to sell this, we already spent so much. Exactly. No, it's, it's, it's really fucked right now because I, and in Florida in in particular, because I was seeing that, um, and Florida is one of like three States where it's like Florida, Texas, California, those three States. Like if you purchased a house, uh, with it between like 2020 and 2023, like you are spending more on the house than it's going to be worth in the future. hundred percent. And, and like, that's not the norm, like for the most part in America, almost all the time, it's a good investment to invest in property in America. Because if you invest in a piece of property and you decide to sell it 10 years down the road, almost every in every era you know throughout american history it was a good investment like you're you 100 you, you made money you want to buy property yeah you made money here Whereas, you might not want to yeah you might not it's want to scary right bro now. but like yeah. we see and i literally like felt like we had to and i mean i love our home it, it's definitely not you ideal for as house. many kids as we want but i mean for right now i think it's the perfect fit for us but i actually wanted to touch base on you with this i, I don't think i've ever talked to you about this off the air but this is like my pride and joy um, I'm not a political person. I don't really have much political beliefs. I'm very neutral on everything. <clears throat> but and I'm not making this political, but I want to see what you think. Are you think. part of the Chinese Communist Party? <laughs> Gee, I, how did I know you were going to say something <laughs> like that? No, this is, this is, I want to, I want to hear your opinion on this. I don't know if I would even call this conservative or liberal because like, this is like just me. So I think a possible solution and it can solve a lot of things. I think we have a teacher shortage. I think we have a police shortage. I think we have, you know, I mean, almost all first responders short. We have just shortage in work in general. And one of our issues is, one of our biggest issues is the housing market, just like you said. And who comes and moves down to Florida is the snowbirds, right? You know, people from Ohio or Michigan or, or New Jersey, you know, all these people come and move, move down here. And what if I proposed to you this idea? What if we charged a sales? I mean, uh, um, God, I'm fucking having a brain fart now. What if we charge a snowbird tax? So the people that live here are going to be taxed. You know, I don't know. I, I'm not good with numbers. But like, let's say like, like 1.85 percentage more than, you know, actual residents of Florida when they buy a home. And that tax can go strictly straight to that sales, that, God, why do I keep saying sales? That um, snowbird tax can go straight towards teacher salaries. It can go towards, you know, uh, police officers or funding new things. And it would, it would create two things. Less snowbirds would move here because they don't want to pay that tax. They can go move to fucking Texas or California, like you said, or fucking Georgia or Alabama. No one wants to live there. Or they come here and they fund our stuff. Um, so I will lead this off my answer to this with the fact that I am equally unopinionated when it comes to political matters. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there's any, you know, factual right or wrong answer when it comes to politics. I think there's, uh, some degree of correctness on, you know, whatever fucking side you're on, you bunch of losers. Are you you guys really paying attention to politics? You guys really interested in politics, dude? Stop wasting your life on that. It's What, what I hate about politics is people base their beliefs based off their political party. They're like, oh, well, like if, if I'm right wing and this is what right wing says, this is what I do. This is what I believe. Same with left. There's so many people like, why can't you form your own opinions? I mean, it's just like, dude, your opinion doesn't matter one way or another. You think, yeah. you think you're really going to fucking get out there and just be like, 
I believe in this and this is where I draw the line and I'm going to make a difference. Sorry, you're not, sweetheart. No. You're not. You're just not. There's there's a giant organization. You know, there's aliens out there. And Jesus. how does it switch to that? There's there's an alien life form controlling our planet and your political beliefs will never come to fruition. Okay, but snowbird anyways, tax. Let's snowbirds, hear your um, I think when it comes to politics, uh, I think it's so convoluted and, you know, it's so corrupt at this point uh, in American history that uh, your Snowbird Act will, first of all, um, probably be negative in terms of, you know, Florida's economy because there are so many snowbirds that people come down here and they spend shit tons of money um, in different communities and okay. stuff like that. Uh, so you But they're also destroying our house market. Um, more, maybe, maybe, um, you know... Oh, no, they are. I will say that, like, for my job, I do speak with an abnormal quantity of people who are snowbirds and who don't even, who have a house that they live in for two months a year who just just remains vacant for the rest of the year. So it's definitely interesting. So let them pay that tax because that that just destroyed your argument, though, because you said they're here spending a lot of money. Well, they're not if they're only here two months of the year. But economically, I'm not so sure that that 1.85, you know, what, what, okay, so let's say you make, uh, you know, $100 million off that tax. But if people say, I don't want to move here and we lose $200 million, completely useless, right? You know, so it's like. But uh, I think a lot of the, you know, a lot, obviously snowbirds, you know, generally are um, going to be older people who are probably retired, right? That's kind of fits the definition, fits the mold usually. So a lot of these people have so much money to blow and they're going to die in fucking 15 years anyways. I think they're going to spend that tax. Advances in medical technology, you and never if, know. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Uh, you ever seen Futurama? They got people float, like floating heads around and shit. You ever seen Futurama? No. No, they just like slice your head off. You're just a brain. and You, you really believe in our lifetime we're going to see something like that? Dude, I don't know. Listen, you know, with the artificial intelligence improvements, you know, medical technology might improve at a vastly, uh, you know, increased rate. And uh, these snowbirds who are like 80 years old, and I talk to a lot of them on a daily basis, and I'm like, dude, I don't want to make it there. Like, that's so scary because these people like, they're like, What? What? I'm like, I'm talking at a normal volume. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be on the phone. Like, you need, yeah. to, you need to go and have, like, in-person conversations where they can, like, have a whiteboard and, like, write shit out for you. But then you can't see it either. So, I don't know how we're going to communicate. See, I'm going to be like a sunbird. Once you hit 80 years old, you're I'm going to go away from the sun. I'm going to go up north. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want to go to Vermont. These people don't have know. Have I mentioned it. Vermont? <laughs> these people actually don't know what they're getting into when they come down to Florida. They're yeah, just like, like oh, miserable God. weather. They're like, oh, it's like 125 degree heat index. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did I come down here for? <laughs> yeah. It's not a good idea. Not the state to move to. No, they, they, I mean, they come here when it's like 60 degrees during the summer or during the winter. So yeah. that's, that's when they come here. They, they come here from like, uh, most of them because once again, I deal with these people every single day because they have two different addresses and two different accounts. What they do is they freeze one account up North for, you know, nine months and they come down here mm. and they reactivate the other one and vice versa. So they'll be here from like, you know, September, mid September, all the way through like May, you know, and they'll stay here that whole time because up North they're literally, it's just frozen. You know, it's like mm. the fucking, you know, the it's, it, they're under like five feet of snow for the whole time. Right. You know, so it, it's just fucking miserable and people don't want to deal with that, especially when they're old and you know, they, uh, they're cold. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's when they fucking move down here. They literally spend most of the year down here. Uh, so, uh, once again, to answer your question, <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. Uh, okay. the, the 1.85% tax. We, we can have a debate on it one day. No, um, I, I, once again, <laughs> no. we're, we're not getting political <laughs> on this cast, dude. All right. Ask political. us a fucking question. You uh, got and it. then we're wrapping this fucking thing up. 
Gotta, because yeah, I'm sweating my fucking dick off right now. Yeah, you guys are going to turn this AC it down. Is. Sarah, did you turn price. it down? I saw you get up. I had to pee. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so once we get off the... Like, off, my palms turn it down. are soaking wet. I'm so sweaty. That fan feels nice, right? I know it's not... Yeah, I'm so glad right you here. get it. No, no, I don't feel it right now. I'm saying what Okay, so I got, I got a question. All right. Oh. And, you know, I have... When I ask questions, why well, don't I ask questions? Because I, I, can, I can be goofy... Um, for the most part, but then when I start asking questions, I'm going to get serious, <laughs> super serious. Like what is your guys's greatest fear in parenthood? Give me a second because I, I can't do it on the spot. I actually I have to think about it. You're better on the spot. Apparently, you guys know mine already. It's just Cortland rolling off of surfaces. <laughs> yeah. Because I've, um. I've had multiple <laughs> dreams of this multiple times where he just rolls off of something and I'm like, shit, dude, that's my fault totally okay just literally like rolled off like a six inch surface and he's like boom on the ground now and i'm like fuck i'm a piece of shit so that's that's my parenthood fear um i don't i would say i think the zeppelin stuff scarred me as as far as like abnormalities um you know like if if she was born and there was something that we didn't see on ultrasound that was gonna you know be with her forever um, impact her forever. I would say that would be my biggest fear as of right now. And I'm sure that fear, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this, like your fears, you know, there's going to be new stuff come up all the time. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I would say that is because, I mean, I've even seen stuff on TikTok where it's like, well, we found out on day three of our baby being here that he has so-and-so. And I'm like, that can happen? Like, Oh, well, something that... They didn't know until yeah. day stop three? Watching TikToks. Yeah, I'm right. right. shit's doing scary. On TikTok, dude. Yeah. TikTok. You stopped watching because it was like... Chinese Communist Party so propaganda. How did I know <laughs> I you were going to say that? No, that. yeah, I agree. Like, well, the negative stuff, I just almost cut it yeah, out just completely because it. it's so negative. Well, you saying that just reminded me. One thing that fears me is... um. Sids. It fears you. Yeah. Yeah. Be, well, Sids is scared of no, you. No. <laughs> you know what <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't though. fuck with that But it's like, it's... People say they don't know why it happens. There's no diagnosis for it. And I'm yeah, like, well, how, like, what, well, how do you not, like, how can you prevent that if you don't know it? We were just talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Because like when that. we were at the doctor, um, I was saying how he's been, like, rolling over. And mm -hmm. I was like, I, like, what do you do when he's rolling over in his sleep? Like, can I, like, somehow prevent that or whatever? And she was saying to put, like, a sheet on like whatever side he always rolls to put it underneath the mattress so he can't roll because it's like higher oh. but um anyways um she said though like the highest risk is like the first like two months and then mm. four to six months the risk like decreases a lot and then so on and so forth but um but i was just saying i was like that like just the fact her saying like oh now he's four to six months so it's like not impossible but the re the risk decreased i'm like Wow, right. that makes me feel so much better. Right. Yeah, that like scares yeah. me because there there's so many things that people say they prevent it and then it happens. So it's like, what is making it happen? Like, what can I, I want to be able to obviously provide for her to not make that happen. Yeah. No, and that scares the fuck out of me. Sid's, Sid's is, I mean, like, you know, it, it's something that I knew about before we had Cortland, but Sid's is just like, I mean, it is legitimately like the parental boogeyman. I can't tell you how many yeah. times where like Cortland's just been having a great night of sleep. And, you know, he typically wakes up at, you know, sometime during the night and he didn't wake up. He was tired. He just slept through the night and I literally get up and I'm like checking on him, making sure that he's still breathing and he's still okay. Because, I mean, 
legitimately that is like it i mean there's nothing you can do there's nothing that they can like look at and like prevent it and say okay there's like a higher risk or anything like that um you know it it is well they did they did just like discover what causes SIDS and they can I don't know that like I don't think this is something that they're doing actively right now but they can test to see it's like some type of genetic thing or reflex thing where like some babies are just born without it to like help Mm. them wake up and they they don't have that reflex yeah and so now they know what causes it to test for it but i don't know that like they just proactively test for it now Mm. because it's like something that they've just recently discovered like while i was pregnant with him i wonder how they test that i don't know but um, that's weird no i and and you know just once again just sids is you know, you never think about it when you're not a parent and it is just like the scariest thing. Like you, yeah. every single night you go to sleep and you're just like, I, I don't know why I think about this, but like every single night I go to sleep and I'm just like, you know, you go to sleep a dad and you could wake up not one potentially like just yeah, for so no, for no fucking reason, right. no fault of your own. It's just, it's bizarre that, you know, with all the medical, you know, technology and knowledge that we have, they've never found out anything that right. can, you know, you know, efficiently and, you know, consistently prevent that from happening. Right. Because, I mean, we... Something I mean, that's pretty common, too. Yeah, me and I mean, Lexi, like, me and Lexi know people who have had that happen to their to their child. And, you know, it's just, I mean, it's unbelievable to, to think that, you know, literally you just put them down to sleep, mm-hmm. you know, something that they absolutely need to be healthy. And, you know, they just never wake up. It's, it's, it, it is a terrifying thing for sure. I will say, though, like, it... The fear is always there, but it decreases as they get older. Like, yeah, like before, like when he was like, like one, two months, like it was like he'd be in his swing sleeping and I'd be like, make sure he's breathing. Like he'd be in his bassinet, make sure he's breathing. Like we were constantly checking his breathing. If like he was like just being too still or sleeping for too long or whatever. But then like now it's more so like, okay, like. I know that he's fine. Like, we'd be in the car, and I'd be, like, looking at the monitor. I'm like, can I see him move? If I didn't see him move, I'd, like, shake the car seat to scare him a little bit because I'm like, <laughs> I just need to see him move. But um, it's something that definitely, like, does decrease over time, your fear of it. And we have the Owlette monitor, yeah. which mm-hmm. is, like, definitely comforting. Um, so it's just, like, an added thing to, like, make – like Did you feel you. yourself, both of you, like checking that when, especially when oh he was younger? God, oh, when dude. he first came <laughs> home from the hospital, we Check well, especially because he was time. in the NICU, right? Um, and he was hooked up to the monitors that whole time. Like, so anytime his oxygen levels dropped by, below ninety, it would start beeping. Like anytime, like anything happened, it would start beeping. And so when we got home, it was like we were like literally like waking up like every thirty minutes to check the Owlette monitor and see like what. Not even just that he was breathing, but, like, what is his oxygen levels at? Does it go mm. off at a certain, like, does it? His has never gone off. I no. know that it will. Oh, it but will. But, like, he's never had. The only time his ever goes off is if the sensor is, like, misplaced. Oh, okay. So. um, Yeah, do you feel yourself checking it now that he's gotten older still? No, I'll check it, like, if, like, I wake up and I'm, like, he hasn't woken up yet. Like, I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. But that's really it i'm not like waking myself up like i need to check like as as you guys were in the beginning yeah Yeah. i'll 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 still go out of bed and like i'll put my hand on his chest to make sure he's breathing because like i used to use the outlet like i'm just like okay that thing is saying that his heart rate is at this and that his blood oxygen is at this and that you know his respiration rate is at this i used to use that like solely but like now i found myself getting up and like 
putting my hand on his chest just to make sure like he's still breathing. So it's like, I don't know that that's still just like in my mind, such a like prominent fear that he's just going to, yeah, and because he's been sleeping so good lately too, where yeah. he'll sleep for like eight, nine hours straight. And you know, normally, you, you know, and, and you know, even just like a week or two ago, he was waking up once or twice a night, every night to eat. Now he's waking up not until like seven, eight, mm. nine o'clock. If he, especially if he's tired, he'll sleep all the way through the night, you know, 10 hours and, you know, he won't wake up to eat, whereas he used to every single night, once or twice, wake up to eat. And now he's not doing that. So I'm always just like concerned getting up, making sure he's okay and stuff. So it's it's definitely, you know, uh, obviously something that's always like in the back of your mind, I feel like. And I don't know if this sounds selfish on my part, but that actually worries me about you myself. Yeah, I yeah, know. I was because, just going to say that. Because, I mean, I'm a catastrophizer. So like to me, it's like anything that, is anything is the worst. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm like that I think too. You made up a yeah. word there. No, catastrophizer. That's a real thing. Catastrophizer. Catastrophizer. Okay. Catastrophe. <laughs> I'm a catastrophizer. He catastrophizes every everything. Dude. And literally, he always gets everything. on me. He's always like, "You just immediately assume the worst Ew. thing ever that's going to happen," and that's I'm like, what, yeah. "But it could." <laughs> See, I I've always thought me and you have similar minds. Yes. Yes. Um, well, th- that is how you that are. And I think, me. right. And I think like when she's going to be sleeping next to us, you know, <laughs> like I feel like you're I'm not going to be asleep. I'm just gonna be like this whole time. I know some parents, <laughs> right. I know some people who like literally are like, I didn't sleep. I uh, just watched them sleep all the and time. And I'm scared for him. For the- <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's a word. Are you kidding me? Like, catastrophize. Some people who are like that though, they said they took shifts. Where like mm. it, one of you guys were like, like you can worry, <laughs> I'm gonna sleep, and then I'll wake up and get on my shift of worrying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, Sierra's the opposite though. I am. Sierra's that's a how lot more laid back. That's yeah. how he is. So, I so mean, me and you are staying up all night. Yeah. <laughs> so I, th- I think, I mean, at least for me, and I assume it's probably the same for you guys. Like when I do get like that, and I'm hysterical about yeah. something, and I just I can't stop thinking about it. I just like tell him, and then he kind of grounds me a little bit and he might call me a little ridiculous sometimes and I'm like Same. I'm not ridiculous but um I mean I, it's a good balance because it's yeah, like right. you need that other person imagine that, if you had both catastrophe yeah, like <laughs> exactly yeah. and when he yeah. gets like that I like literally tell him I'm like I'm sorry but like I need you to not be like this right now <laughs> yeah. because if you're worried that makes me worried right. like what's a good thing Lexi right. and I didn't get married then because we would be freaking out and then if you two got married like the oven would <laughs> probably be on right now and the whole house would be, would be burning down <laughs> so I mean <laughs> yeah I mean I'm, I'm worried for that in your aspect of obviously you're taking off time when she comes but when you go back to work and you're working full-time like I'm probably gonna annoy you no but you I feel like you're not even though like I we can do like shifts or whatnot I feel like you're still gonna be like constantly not sleeping because you're gonna be worried and that worries me because not having sleep especially you not having sleep is really bad for you and your mental health it's scary and I'm very big on on therapy too so that might be something I want to pick back up on Um, I mean, I had to, I, we had touched on it a little bit, but like, I mean, I've always been treated for anxiety and depression since I was an early teenager. Mm-hmm. I've been in therapy since I was an early teenager. And when I got pregnant, I had to go off my meds cause they're not safe when you're pregnant. There's like very oh. few that are safe when you're pregnant and An I had to stop antidepressants oh. and, um, like anti-anxiety. Right. Um, and the one I was on was a benzo. So it's like mm. very not good for the baby. 
Um, and they're like, if you're breastfeeding, you still can't go back on it. And they eventually, at the end of my pregnancy, they prescribed me something to take. Um, it was hydroxyzine, which I was on like when I first got medicated when I was a teenager. And, um, because I was having really bad postpartum depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. before I even had the baby. And they said like, yeah, it can happen like a month before you have the baby. Like you can start having that. And then, um, after when the baby comes, they'll tell you this in the hospital, but, um, you get the thing, this thing called the baby blues. And a lot of people say it happens at night. It happens at night for me, like, or it did like seven o'clock on the dot every single night. I was hysterical. Like really just like the, I did I couldn't even tell you why like I just just hit you. I was so sad and like I just felt like it was all consuming and whatever and they say if it lasts more than six weeks then it's not the baby blues it's postpartum depression mm. and so I got through the baby blues fine but the after I felt okay for a little but I started having really bad postpartum anxiety and I still do but like it's like just like you were saying like you know, it's, it's something that like, you just got to like work through and talk through because it's not just going to go away. And it's, it, it can be like very like all consuming when you're like, is it it. all regarding everything, the baby blues and then the anxiety after, was it like all regarding Cortland or was it just in general, like a general, I was going to say, how did you like, yeah, it was like differ normal anxiety versus, well, that's the thing. Like it is. I, I like that's the, and I told the doctors I'm like I don't know if this is postpartum anxiety and mm-hmm. depression or, or if just it's me just right anxiety and depression because I was already treated right, for right. it before and they told me they're like well you know you do have a higher chance of developing postpartum depression I'm like but what's the difference and they're right. like I mean I don't know like, <laughs> so you still don't really know maybe yeah. it's just like yeah I think different it's more, in severity I, I think it's more so just like what's causing it Mm. not so much in like the way it's like could you understand your emotions at the baby when the baby blues would come at that certain time was it regarding like something like you were sad about something or you were just like you just felt Brandon would like come in and he'd be like what's wrong I'm like I don't know like and that's so sad and a lot of it came too with like him going back to work that was a really Mm. hard transition for me so like I'm fortunate enough that my mom makes her own schedule and so like we had a system worked out where like Brandon's home three days a week and those especially that first day like because he's off Sundays works Monday off Tuesday Wednesday and then he works Thursday Friday Saturday and that first day back for him Thursdays were always the hardest for me because I was like I knew I was going into like three days with him being Mm. out of the house for 13 hours and so my mom would come especially like when I couldn't drive she would come and pick me up like sometime during that morning or she would come sit at the house and she would stay like all day until Brandon got like was about to get off of work or did get off of work. And so like, we just like had that system in place to like make sure that like I was not slipping right. too far. That's yeah. good that she's, she That's was great able to have to, the support. Right. Yeah. The support. Yeah. But the, the baby blues are so interesting and like so many people have them and they're so similar for so many people, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I I couldn't even tell you why I was so upset. It's just because your hormones are so all yeah. over the place. Like, you have gone through the biggest hormonal shift that you're ever going to go through. Right. And your body was producing all these hormones and then just immediately stopped. Like, there's no weaning process or anything. Like, you're just not having them anymore. So. So crazy. Speaking of weaning, so when you found out you were pregnant, did you 
go cold turkey on your current medication you were on? Mm-hmm. And did that have it? Did you have any side effect of that? No, I mean, to be honest, I feel like she wasn't on like a huge I wasn't dosage. on. Well, right. I think honestly, when I was pregnant, I wasn't even on a consistent. I was on my clonazepam, which was like as needed. And at that time I was taking it more regularly. Like it wasn't necessarily like every single day because you can get like really like dependent on them. So Mm -hmm. I try really hard not to take it unless like I absolutely needed it. But like my problem was more so like, because when I take it, it's like, I like need it. Like I'm like, I, nothing is fixing this situation. Like I am like over the top, like, and I can't calm myself down, like, nothing's working type of thing, and so that was hard, because, like, I didn't have that, like, kind of, like, crutch, where, like, if I did And it's just nice that having point, that in the back of your head, yeah, knowing exactly. it's there. Yeah, exactly, and I didn't have it, so, like, that was, like, that was probably, like, the hardest part was just knowing, and then I had a lot of emotions about being pregnant, and the change of everything, and things like that, too, so. Yeah, I think this is probably one of the most important topics we've ever talked about. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you said, like, you're on, you take medication and then you're just off of it. You don't have it anymore. It's not available to you anymore. And then you already have all these hormonal changes at the same exact time. It's like, you see crazy stories all the time about, you know, new mothers and stuff where just shit hits the fan and it's really scary. And I think just the awareness of it is really important. Yeah. And I know that we talked about this like a little bit too, but like with the postpartum anxiety comes the postpartum guilt and mm-hmm. the intrusive thoughts and mm-hmm. things like that too which aren't fun and like right. nobody likes talking about it because it feels like awkward and uncomfortable i think about. it needs it like this is so good that it needs to yeah. be like yeah. normalized like i saw um an influencer one of i mean yeah, i guess she's an influencer um she posted about her intrusive thoughts and she was like i'm just gonna share them because i have a platform of mothers and expecting mothers and just regular people that she feels like she should share it to. And I was like, this is so good. So she was saying how like she was giving examples. It was a story and it was like different slides. And one of them was like, oh yeah. So when I'm bathing my child in the bath, like an intrusive thought comes over my head to just like drown him. And it's like, obviously you're not going to drown them, but like your head brain playing tricks. It's like when you go, she was explaining it. It's like when you go, if you're at a, if you're at a skyscraper, you're at the Empire State Building, you look down, you're like, what would happen if I jumped right now? Yeah. You know, like you're not going to jump, but yeah. it's just like your brain. And when you get to the point where you're so tired and you're so overwhelmed too, yeah, I feel like that's like when they come up more so. I never had like crazy ones where I was like, felt, I was like, what would happen if I just hurt him or right, I just right. like hurt myself? But mine were always like, what would I do if he just died right now? Like, mm-hmm. what if he just died? Right what would I do? Would mm-hmm. I be sad? Right. And it's like in my head, like I was like, I know I'll be sad, but like, would I be right? Like, but like, do you obsess over it or is it like a thought feels, feels uncomfortable and move on? I try really hard to move on. Yeah. But then like, it'll like keep, keep coming pumping back up. Yeah. Because I have, just, I have a weird intrusive thought whenever I'm driving with him in the car mm. where like, okay, so his car seats on the right side, like on the passenger side. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to make a turn and, like, I know he's on that side, so I, like, double check, triple check. Like, I'm always looking, like, extra on that side. And then I make the turn, and then I'm, like, did I actually check? I'm just, mm. like, you know, it's almost like that subconscious thing Self where, like, you doubting. drive through, like, a green light, and, you like, you don't even really notice that you noticed it was green. Like, right. you're kind of, like, driving subconsciously. And then, like, you drive through, and you're, like, shit. 
was that a green light or did yeah, I just run, just run it? Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's like the same thing. Cause like I'll turn, I'll turn and I'm thinking like, holy shit that I not like check. Like, did I just put them in danger? Like, did I just like fuck up there? And like, could I have potentially like gotten to an accident on like specifically on his side of the car? Right. Because he's not in the middle of the car. And I, I don't think there's any car where you're putting the car seat in the middle of the car. You're putting it on one side or the other. So, so it's, it's like, always that side. Exactly. So it's mm-hmm. like, obviously if you get like T-boned on that side, way worse than if you got T-boned on the other side. Right. right. Uh, so it's, I'm always like subconsciously thinking like I got to look more and be more careful when I'm making turns to that side. Like even when I'm just backing out of the driveway, like I'm like looking to that side and almost to the point where like, I'm like not even looking to the other side, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. I, I always have this one where like I'll turn and then I'll think like, did I even check? You doubt it every time? Every time. Really? Every single time that I make that, that literally turn. literally sounds like OCD, but. Mm-hmm. it li- Literally That's every it. single time I'll literally double, triple, quadruple check. And then I make the turn and I'm like, did I even check? I'm like, did I even mm. check? Like it, it's almost and like. how long does that bother you? I mean, it's been bothering me ever since I've been driving with him in the car for sure. But like, I mean like a specific time. Like, like instant. Yeah. Like, like what, after it happens, say you're, you're driving, um. I don't know to fucking where do you where do you go? I, whenever it's just <laughs> me, I try to think of a spot. Whenever you? it's just me and him, I do try and get him out of the house because, like, I feel like just sitting in the house with him all day, it just kind of gets a little maddening. So I'll I'll usually just go to the grocery store or something, okay. or go to the store and just walk around with him in the car in the in the um in the stroller just just to get out of the house because he also really likes to get out of the house. I feel like he sleeps better when you. You know, I'll take him on walks a lot too, like just around the neighborhood. I'll literally just put him in the stroller and walk around with him for a little bit. I'm a psycho, so I put like 75 pound kettlebells in my backpack and walk around with him. But um, that's neither here nor there. But um, no, I, I literally just will take him down to the grocery store. I can't even really get a whole lot of stuff because you have him and you can either put him in the cart and, you know, he takes up 90% of the cart. So you can only get a couple of things. Or you but can- are you, are you like, so if it happens five minutes before the grocery store? Are you thinking about it that whole fi- rest of your five minute drive when you're in the grocery store? Are you obsessing over it or do you eventually realize like, I definitely don't obsess over it. It's just okay. sort of like a, uh, like a, you know, split second thought where like, did I even look like an icky feeling? Yes, exactly. Okay. Just like, do you even look, did you just put your kid in danger? Did you just put your son in danger. Like, and then it's, it is like sort of sometimes a scary realization where it's like when it's just me and him where we're just, you know, like I'm entirely responsible for him. And if anything happens, it's all on me, you know? So mm. it's like there, there is sometimes a scary realization where it's just like you are 110 percent responsible for this kid and if anything happens to him like that's on you like and that just sits up. over your head and sometimes yeah it just sits over my head and you know i just think about it sometimes uh, especially when it's just me and him home alone or just me and uh, you know him and kayla at home sometimes i'm literally just like like checking on him constantly just right. because like i feel like if anything happens like it's 110 percent. which i mean it is like it really is you know it's 100 yeah. percent my fault if anything happened to him you know well I was watching him and then it's like uh, whenever Lexi gets home, I'm just kind of just like finally get to like take a sigh of relief almost because then it's just kind of like both now of it's us. it's 50% on you. It's, exactly. <laughs> I don't, it's the weirdest thing. Like it's, it's so weird because. I it, think that's super normal though. It's I'm like not a, a psychologist, but I mean, I feel like everything you guys are saying is normal. Yeah. And, and you know, I feel like as time goes on and they're more self-sufficient, it's not going to feel like this immense pressure. A hundred percent. You know, cause I, I, I'm sure Lexi has felt, feels the same way. And, you know, she for obviously sure. was with home, home with the baby for literally two months after I went back to work. So, I mean, a lot of what she's saying is maybe, uh, you know, similar to what I'm saying where it's like, it's all on you. It's all the, all the pressures on you to take care of him and make sure that he's okay. 
you know, for, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours, 15 hours, um, or even more, because, you know, if I go to work on a Thursday, I get home at eight thirty, nine o'clock, I eat, I, or I, I even, sometimes I get home, I go for a run, I eat dinner, and then I get ready to go to bed for the next day. And, you know, you don't really get to spend a ton of time with him because he goes to sleep at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Right. And, you know, I, I do what I can to help her, but then, you know, she takes overnights cause she wasn't working. So, I mean, a lot of that stuff is potentially just, you know, the pressure of taking care of the kid, of, of him. A lot of pressure. Yeah. 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 A lot of pressure. I was just saying to him too, like, I feel like as a mom, there's, a lot of societal pressure on you sure. and I said that during my pregnancy too like and like you know like it was like small things like I wanted deli meat and some people are like well it doesn't really matter that much like just go get a sub but I'm like but if I go online and somebody sees I'm pregnant and they know that you're not supposed to eat deli meat when you're pregnant like I'm gonna get judged so harshly for something like that people are gonna judge you no matter what I know but then but I was saying to him I was like sometimes it feels like no matter what like a mom does it isn't enough like there's always something that they can do more and Mm -hmm. then it's like on the flip side it's like there's such low expectations for dads for some reason and it'll be like oh you're babysitting and it's like no you're not fucking babysitting you're just watching your kid like Mm -hmm. you're being a parent and then but it's like society so like sometimes like oh like oh my gosh you're what you're babysitting your kid you're such a great dad for doing something like that and it's like well no they're just doing what they're supposed to be doing but then it's like a mom would do the same thing and it'd be like that's all you're doing you're not doing more yeah i agree with that it's yeah. so much pressure, but then it's like, I don't know. It's so weird to me. It, I mean, I know it's just because, like, of how the world, Society. like, it used to mm-hmm. be, like, you know, the right. man goes to work, and the woman stays home, and she's in charge of the house and the kids and, and whatever, and that's not how it is nowadays. Right. But, like, it's the thinking hasn't changed, at least not yet. I think with, yeah. like, as generation, I think as generations go on, like, it's going to go because we're all living the same life, essentially, right. like, right. And, but it's still, like, that older society's, like, mentality. Oh, my that, gosh, like, the older society mentality drives me nuts. I know, yeah. it's, like, it it's is, crazy. And I keep telling, and I, I, we talk about it a lot, how it's only, like you said, going to get better because the generation we live in now, and, like, I would say 10, 20 years up, or maybe 20, they're more on, like, what our society is like now and so our kids will be going to school with other kids who their parents are similar you know you're going you both are working it's not just like like you're saying the pressures are different and just like brings me back to like names you know like oh yeah (laughs) like everyone Everyone keeps telling us don't don't do something you'll regret don't do something she has to go to work one day she has to do this I'm like you don't understand, and I understand you don't understand, but you see kids nowadays, I would say, have more unique names than not. Like, if if you see someone having a baby and it's a traditional name, you're like, oh, wow, that's unique. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? like that's, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, so, like, they're going to grow up going to school with very, very, very unique names, and that just, like, is one thing. That yeah, you're I not mean, seeing, like, a ton a, of, like, Brian's right now. <laughs> Bro, if I see a, a baby named John, I'm just like, how how did that little beautiful creature come out and you were just like john that's it yeah the traditional names are um and that's the phase we're in right now because obviously pregnant we haven't had her yet so like everyone's like what's her name what's her name we're like is it's unique name and 
I mean, it's unique, but it's not like crazy unique. I mean, Zeppelin was, yeah, not like that. (laughs) Zeppelin was more obviously on the unique side. Um, her name's going to be unique and people. Oh, I thought you were about to say it. (laughs) No. You said her name. I'm like, oh, here it comes. And people are just always just, oh, I mean, it's, it's more so, I don't think I've heard it from anyone young, but it's more so like the older people like, oh my gosh, her name. I'm like, I don't care. Like this is probably why we're not telling the name too, is because the prejudgment is like the constant, like telling your baby's name is the most like, it's like almost shameful. It's weird. That's right. We had his name picked out so far in advance and we never like kept it a secret but every time somebody be like oh what are you naming him or something like every time i said it like i felt like almost like shame not because i didn't like his name but yeah. just because like you never know how somebody's going to respond right. to it and, and you really don't want to hear judgment yeah exactly. it's just like shut the fuck exactly. up. it's the name you you picked for him obviously you and then like it. Make, and then people want to make you like doubt it All right, but, it's crazy that people but, have the balls to do that though. but there's some bad names out there guys of course. There's some really bad names out there. Yeah. I mean, some of the celebrity names that they choose for their children, you're just like, all right, you're going a little too above and over the top. Yeah. John John would have been a good choice here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we could have we named them John, and they would have been a much happier and healthier human but being. But that's not our opinion to have. Oh, no, it's my opinion to have. Um, <laughs> Elon I Musk mean, named their opinionated child. Google. It's not affecting our life, so why voice like, it? know. It's, why it's pissing me it? off right now. I know? agree with that. It's my like, it's like oh like they're gonna have to have a work email and that's gonna be their signature Hopefully on their not. email. We've heard that. Hopefully not. Yeah, dude. Okay, we know work. there's gonna be robots with flying heads. And I'm just no, I'm, yeah. I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's just like if you have like a tattoo or something, and yeah. somebody's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Honestly, they can. Fuck I wouldn't off. have got yeah. that. And we're living in a society now. Like well, I said, me. all of our kids are gonna, I think, go to school with kids who have unique names. How yeah. many how many so. kids' names are going to start with a number? None, Bear. None. <laughs> I would argue to say you think y- one I, and a half to three and a half percent. No. That's, yes. It's a good amount. Bear, come I like on. I feel like there's going to be kids who that would mean there would be I what? Look it up. How many? How many students were at Lake Brantley? I don't know. Like there's a ton. Three thousand. No, there's like six. It's now. insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's so many children, and not one of them are named one. I bet you there's. I bet Wait, you there's. Wait, I there is an one. influencer out there that um, she's very very big influencer. She named her son Seven, and I think that's cute. Okay, but it's spelled Seven. It's not literally. Bear is saying the number is going to be the name, like it's like fourteen. Uh, like their name is going to be fourteen G I E seven O. Isn't there an art a musical artist you like that their daughter's name is a number? Uh, Right, like 15, 14. Or, I don't know if that's right? their real name or just like the stage thing, though. But um, do you know the D- word? Nope. The, I think you're freaky. And I like you a lot. That was <laughs> you lost it there, buddy. I think you're, why can't it do that high pitch? pitch bro. You <laughs> totally lost it. All right, I'm gonna cut that out. No, we're gonna leave that in there. <laughs> but anyway, they named their daughter, yeah, like fourteen or something. Okay, so you're supporting my argument at this point in time. Well, no, I don't know if that's a real name, though. Like, they're just, they're well, kind of like, like characters. Elon Musk do something weird. Like e- Elon Musk named his... He's going to do anything. I don't know if it was attention. his son or his daughter or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, probably a robot. But <laughs> he named his child after the... And I think I talked about this literally like a podcast or two ago. After the SR-71 Blackbird, which was a military airplane that flew at like supersonic, hypersonic speeds. And the pro- the program was top secret. And it was like... AE12 Archangel and that's what he named 
is child. It's pretty badass. AE12, like AE12 Archangel. I got her name. Who? The Antwoord? Yeah. What is it? 16. Oh, 16. I was off there too. <laughs> there you go. So it's actually 16. 16 Jones is her name. 16 right. Jones. Wait, that's kind of a sick fucking name. <laughs> that is a pretty cool day, but you better you better be prominent. That's all yes, I got to say. You, your name's you better be Jones. a musician, you better be an artist, or you better be a fucking I feel like that only works with like a normal last name too. Like 16 Jones Hold on, sounds Hold good. Hold on, 16 Shedlock? Eh, it doesn't have a ring to it. We were talking about, with my sister, we were talking about how, was it, well, you are talking to Kalen, right? Yeah. About shortening his name or something, and you are like, Court Will Shed. <laughs> Court oh, yeah, 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 you talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> Court Will Shed, yeah. It's like all, all of his name is words, really. Yes, Court, Land, Shed, and Lock. Yes, they're, they're just all common. It's amazing. It's just all common nouns, you know? Um, it's, it's, it is kind of cool, kind of unique. And, and that's kind of like why I liked his name, but, um, and then his, his middle name is kind of words as well. William, but I mean, will, we're, I, will am. I am? Will I am? No, we're not going to get into that. Um, it's <laughs> William is pretty vanilla, but it has more significance behind it than will. I am. We didn't choose it for that. <laughs> William is yeah. Lexi's grandfather, but the other ones, we had a really stupid motivation with court land, shedlock, landlock, court shed. <laughs> landlock. Court shed. And that on that like note, a... uh, this is an hour and 40 minute podcast. Yes, yeah, so let's wow. get the fuck out of here. Um, so uh, uh, leave us a couple of bad reviews, guys. <laughs> One star reviews. I want to read. Someone's going to actually. I want to read a scathing review where they're like, that bear guy, I fucking hate him. He's Trash a piece of shit. Him in the, in leave, the leave a <laughs> leave five star, stars. but yeah, talk <laughs> shit about bear in it. And then I'm going to have him read it. Okay, I'd, if you I'd talk like that. shit about him in the comments, you're our number one fan. Yes. Leave, leave a we'll one interview. You. Leave a one star and tell Sierra to turn the AC down in this house because <laughs> it's so hot in here, guys. Bye. Oh, oh shit! We're dead.